Welcome to another side episode of Culture Sports. Yes, we have finally made it to the conference finals. And I'm not going to lie to you guys as a fan. It really has been that good for me. It's been a lot of blowouts. It's not most of this game has been pretty much over by halftime. Let's be honest with both series. And as always, guys, before we start this, guys, Lamont, where can they find you at? You know, Mr. Cultural Talks himself. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everything, everything, everything at Cultural Talks. Also, hit the, hit the subscribe button. We're officially 17 away from the big 100. We really appreciate if you guys hit the subscribe button. Make the channel grow as well, too. So let's start with the Miami Heat and Boston series. It's, <laughs> what can I say? Every game has been a blowout, honestly. It's either you win the first quarter or you're losing the game, to be honest with you. And I have some stats here to read you guys right now. Boston Celtics has been averaging 112.3 points a game, 41 rebounds a game, 20 over 23 assists a game, six steals, over six and a half blocks a game. Turnovers has been a lot for Boston Celtics, 16. Field goal percentage has been 48. Three-point has been 40%, and free throw percentage has been 80%. And then when you look at Miami, it's been 107 a game, 38 rebounds, 20 assists, 11 steals. 6.3 blocks, over 12, 12 turnovers, shooting 46 from the field, 32% from the um, three-point, and 82 from the free throw. If you look at these stats, Boston's winning the points. Boston's been winning the rebounds. Boston's been winning the assists. Field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and Miami's 2% better in the free throw line. Another thing about this game is injuries. Injuries have been played a big factor in the series as well. So, the game three, Jimmy Butler was out in the second half with his knee. I'm not going to lie to you, when I saw that, I was like, oh, he might be done. He might be done. If Jimmy Butler would have been done for the series. Miami would have been done for the series. And then you have Marcus Smart, who had a nasty, nasty ankle injury. I believe Boston must have gave him super steroids on his ankle because there's no way in hell he can have came back from that injury. And then you had Jason Tatum, who had a fake shoulder injury. Because it was funny, when he fell, he looked on the camera like, Okay, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hurt. I'm hurt. He's on his acting ish. He, he's gonna be a big actor soon. I, I guarantee you that. But um, like I said before, it's been very blow. I have, I haven't really been enjoying these games to be honest with you. A lot of controversial calls between both teams as well too. And you can say Miami has been making a lot of calls as well too. And I'm gonna read you a fun stat, Lamont. Jason Tatum has been guarded by PG Tucker 127 times this season. Regular season and playoffs, he has scored a total of 15 points in those possessions. P.G. Tucker has been a great, great pickup for you guys and playing good, great, great defense with Jason Tatum. And as of right now, going to the Celtics, Jalen Brown has been averaging 29.3 points a game. Jason Tatum, 22 point a game. Marcus Hart, 20. Al Horford, 15. Grant Williams, 20. Robert Williams, 11 points. And with game one, when, you know, it's been announced that Horford would be out for game one due to COVID, I forgot that COVID even existed, and I forgot they were even doing this in the NBA. I'm like, what? And then I believe Marcus Smart was out for um, for the quad injury, and that right there was telling Miami Heat did what they Miami had to do, blew him off the court in, in that game one. Then game two, Boston Celtics had Horford and Smart back, and everything changed. They blew him off the court. And before I go on, this is Miami. Jimmy Butler has been averaging 26 points a game. Banabao has averaging 15. Hero, 12. Gabe Vincent, 11. Kyle, Murray, I mean, Kyle Lowry, 11. Max Starch, 11 points. Peter Tucker, 9 points. Oladipo, 8. And right there, it's very balanced throughout the Miami, which is, they are a balanced team. And game three, like I said before, Jimmy uh, Butler went down with that 
knee injury. And then Kyle Lowry, the reason why you bought him in is because he'd been in these big moments before. He knows what to do. And he made a, a lot of critical stops playing every, every position against the Southern and getting good big stops as well, too. And then they blew him out game three. Then yesterday, game four, I'm not going to him out. That first quarter was horrendous. It was ugly. Miami had, I believe, one point with five minutes left in the first quarter. And I'm like, what the hell? And I believe Miami probably missed eight to 14 shots to start the game. Zero for that, 14 to start the game. Yes. And that right there, when I saw that, I was like, this, this game is pretty much over. But I wanted to watch. I was like, you know what? Maybe Miami can make a second run in the second half. But it was just Boston's night. And Tatum had a great game with 32 points. And overall, this series, I personally believe it's going seven games. I'm not going to uh, – the reason why I say that is because each game is going blow out, blow out. I think game five, back to Miami, Miami's going to blow them out. And then game six, Boston's going to blow you out. And I'm not going to lie to you, this right here is going to be the telling part. Game seven, I think it's going to be one for the ages. This right here, both teams are going to play lockdown defense. And I feel like the team, you know, who has the hot hand will, you know, come out this game. And I feel like, you know, I hate to do this to you, Lamont. Prove me wrong. But I feel like, you know, with the Celtics being in the Brooklyn Nets and them being the champions, I feel like they have the utmost confidence. Like, they can, you know, beat the Miami Heat. And how serious injury is Tyler Hero? If he's going to be out for the rest of the series, that right there is going to be a big blow for you guys. Because Duncan Robinson really hasn't been on, you know, a rhythm for you guys. He, he lately, I don't know if he pissed off Eric Spro because Eric Spro was like, you know what, you're done. But the, the injury to Tyler Hero, he's been paying more minutes now. And if it's going seven, I'm going with Boston. But game five and six will be blowout ugly games, and that's how I'm going to see the series. What about you? What's your thoughts on the series so far? Uh, this is I'm speaking as a, a basketball fan, someone who plays basketball. Uh, I don't care if you like Boston or you like Miami. Miami's not getting no calls. Uh, the discrepancy in foul shots alone is alarming. Um, I, I want to talk about uh, Boston. Like you said, oh, Boston beat this team, this team, this team. They're only in this series strictly due to the referees. I want to make that very clear. And a crazy three-point shooting tonight in game two, Okay. 20 for 40. No, you're not beating a team when they're that hot. I had literally had a conversation where I told two individuals, listen, what Miami has to do to win is very simple. Let Bam be the center guard he was. Game three, domination. If Jimmy doesn't go down, we probably beat them by 40. Easy. Jimmy goes down, we still get the dub, whatever. You want to be technical? Boston is averaging 32 Phil goes up free throws per game. Okay. Okay. 32, right? 32, which is, you know, that's, that's crazy, but it's not crazy when you think of the fact that Miami and, you know, Boston are very physical, right? They're physical teams. So then you're like, Oh, Miami gotta be close. Miami's averaging 17.75. <laughs> so I want to make this very clear to anybody who's watching basketball. I don't care if you're a fan of the Celtics. You should be, I, I'm as a Heat fan and knowing knowing the discrepancy of foul shots alone. That's just tells so. what 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 is that? That's almost 15 free throw difference, correct? 
Okay, and I could tell you, I got all these numbers. Eight free throws in game one. They only missed two in game two. They missed seven in game three and six in the last game, right? But now, mind you, Miami only shot 14 free throws in the last two games. So now when you're making 32 free throws to eight, that's a was a 24-point difference. You beat us by 20. If we're getting to the line and getting the bullshit calls they're getting, it's a different game. Um, I don't know if you've seen Tyler Hero literally punch Marcus Smart's shot against the backboard. They call a foul, right? Cool. The announcers, everybody saying, that's not a foul. That's a clean block. A few plays later, a very similar thing happens. Does Miami get the call? Nah. Now, I know a lot of Boston fans like, oh, listen, <laughs> I'm not sold. I'm not sold on this team at all. You're playing a Miami team who's not been healthy this whole playoff, right? Kyle is, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just collecting 28 mil, okay? The last game he showed up, uh, game three he showed up, that was it. Um, Boston, I want to give credit because they've been shooting lights out. Game three, they did not shoot lights out, and it showed that when they're not hitting all these crazy shots, the team they are, they're, yeah, people can say what they want. They're not that. They're really not doing anything great. They're just hitting shots. There's nothing you can do, uh, especially when you can't be as aggressive if every time I touch you is a foul. If I breathe on you, it's a foul. Uh, you could hit me in the fucking face and it's no foul, but if I, oh, Oh, foul. So the series is this Eastern Conference Finals is fucking trash. Uh, the refereeing is horrible. Um, if you're a basketball fan, 32 free throws to 17 when they play the same exact defense is fucking bullshit. Um, it is what it is, man. I'm not really mad. I think I'm more mad like other fans. Like I know a Lakers fan that's he's riding Boston's nutsack and I'm just like, bruh. Don't say anything about Miami if your team hasn't been relevant at all. So, like, whatever. But I got Miami still. Um, at some point, we're going to have to get calls. There, if, if this – the last three games go, we go to game seven and we are not getting any foul calls, they're going to look into the refereeing staff. There's no way. Gucci man ain't calling good fouls. He's over here. I don't know what he's doing. Gabe Vincent in, ga in game three, he gets a technical, right, for saying, yo, he just lowered his shoulder into me. Meanwhile, you got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown cursing the refs out, and the announcers even say it. He's like, wait, Jeff Van Gundy's like, you throw, uh, you give Gabe a tech for saying he was hit, but these guys are cursing you out, and you're not doing nothing. It is what it is. I watch, but I don't watch until after the first quarter then I know if my team's doing good or not. It's like the first quarter in these games has been trash. We blow them out. They blew us out. They were actually beating us in three out of the four times in the first quarter. Um, they should literally be up 3-1. Three 3-1. Uh, three one, three one. They should be. But they're they're letting us stay in the game. I Whatever. I'm not, I'm not really worried about them. They're going to cool off. They're not the Warriors. They done. They're, I'm not. Now, if you, it means a difference, but it is what it is. It's going to go seven. At some point, one of these teams have to actually not, you know, get blown out. Uh, so far, 
at halftime of each game, it was like at some point in each game was a 25 point lead. That is fucking ridiculous. Disgusting. What are we doing? So what you got Miami, you got Miami in seven? Of course. I, I actually I want to say six, to be honest with you. Okay. And Hero ain't been doing nothing, bro. He's I don't this I don't know the series. He hasn't been doing anything. I think you do need to insert Duncan Robertson. He hits threes. You could, you know, but what do I know? I, I got faith in Spo. So question, all right. With the referees, not this just series alone, the entire playoffs has been horrendous. Horrendous calling. I feel like it's getting to a point that the referees want to be part of the game. Like, hey, look at us. Look at me. Look at the calls I'm doing. And I feel like it's taken away from the game. Because did you see a lot of question points? Like, all right, if you want to do that in the play on the regular season to see what works, what don't work, try new things. I'm all for it. Because regular season, nobody cares about the NBA regular season. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a preseason. Everybody cares about the, the NBA playoffs. And I feel like, you know, when it comes to NBA playoffs, I feel like you should be more lenient. You know what I mean? Like, this is where, you know, it's gritty time. You know, everybody's playing lockdown defense. People actually give a shit. And then when you're just making these calls, these blatant calls that, you know, why are you making that call? And everybody's noticing it. You're taking away from the game. Yes, the NBA ratings have been high, but the quality of the game has been horrendous, to be honest with you. Like, can you can you give me a memorable game this year in the playoffs so far? At the top of your head? Not really. No, nah, the only only one is where Luca uh dominated him. <laughs> that was it. And, and beat him, beat him crazy. That was it. Besides hey. that, you can't say anything. And then with well, these blots to him, like, oh my god. I, I I me personally, I'm somebody who likes to play close games, you know, four-point wins, three-point wins, like five-point wins. Like that's what I truly enjoy. Cause you know, they put they're putting their all in the fourth quarter, but they, these things are blowing out in the goddamn first half. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll go, I'll go to barely. That's fine by me. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, just as a like a fan of basketball, like at the end of the day, I said to my brother-in-law in the beginning of the year, who was a Celtics fan, like it's gonna probably be y'all versus us for the championship, like to to go to the championship. So I'm not surprised. I'm just surprised on how, and I think people got to understand too, um, the refs are literally stopping momentum. And this is, this is on all, on all teams. It's not just for Miami because they did it a few times when we were up 26. Every time Boston would start getting a run, they'll call a stupid foul. And you're like, that's not a foul. Like there's times where I'm sitting at the, like, that's not a foul ref. Like, why are you calling such Ticky-tack fouls. These are grown men. Now, what I will say is I don't like everybody flopping. Kyle, Larry, you, PJ. PJ, nobody's moving you from the three-point line to the baseline off a little shoulder charge, right? Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, yo, stop fucking bitching. All you are doing is, I don't know if you've seen the second half of Nick. They were literally every time they get touched and they'll look at the ref and cry, cry. It's not basketball. Like, you're not bleeding? Shut up. You're getting paid all this money. I'm not entertained, bro. I'm not. It's my team, and I didn't want to watch it. I didn't watch it till like, the second quarter or when it was a, they finally scored more than one point. I, I would just – I wasn't, like – I'm not entertained at all. I'm just – it's – the NBA is it, – it's deteriorating in front of us because they don't want to let them play. I'm seeing flagrant fouls. Bam got a flagrant foul for boxing someone out. They jumped and they fell and they fell. It was a flagrant one. So wait a minute. So now you can't box out because if someone jumps, oh, that's a foul. 
NBA is soft as shit. I yeah. wish they put me in one quarter. I'll give you the six best fouls of, of history, swear to God. <laughs> All right, so we can both agree that this Eastern Conference Finals has been horrendous. All right. So moving on to Western Conference Finals, doesn't even get better. <laughs> nah, but I feel bad for Luka, bro. I feel bad for Luka. Go ahead. What's your thoughts on the, on the series? Oh, my God, man. First off, shout out to your boy Danny Green Jr., a.k.a. Reggie Bullock. 0 for 10. Bro, how he got the same stat line as us and we didn't even play. <laughs> 0 for 10? Ridiculous. So, Luca's averaging 34, right, in the series. Then you get 21. Then you get 15. Then you get 11. And I know people might be like, oh, that's not really that bad. Nah, it is. Because after that, 8, 7, 4, 2, 2, 2, two. 1. <laughs> What the fuck is that? A phone number? Boom. Then you go over to Golden State. You got 28, 20. You're like, oh, that's not too bad. 17 and a half, 16, 13. It's more balance. Let's not even talk about what, what big man do they have in Dallas? Because Lucas, Lucas leading the team in rebounds most of the time. He's leading them in um assists most nights and points this is lit uh this is literally uh he is the european version of lebron james and he needs help i feel bad for this kid <laughs> he's at you know i literally he's averaging five assists that's the most on his team he's averaging 7.7 rebounds the most on his team he's averaging 1.7 steals the most on his team He's averaging a block per game, tied for the most on the team. What? Like, yo, I literally just, there's nothing else he can do. Like, he has to literally stab one of these guys at this point in order to win a game because it's, I don't, like, bro, and he's shooting 80% from the free throw, right? 41 from the three and 45% overall. Those are not bad numbers for a star player who's taking – God knows how many shots he's taking the game. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's 21 field goals a game. That's not bad. I'll take that. What can you do to help this guy at this point? Like, at this point, you start thinking of your future. Can I even get any help in Dallas is the next question. Who's going to come and help me? You traded Przingas. And now you got just Luca by himself. I mean, the Warriors are the Warriors, man. It is. I just feel like they're luck. They got the perfect matchup for them. You get what I'm saying? Like a team where they got no bigs and they got no one to get physical with Draymond. I feel like honestly, and I said it before, whoever wins the East wins the title because both Miami and Boston switch defenders easily, right? It's not like what they're doing here where it's like, oh, we're going to attack one guy because, yeah, we just got to wear, wear Luka down. That's what they're doing. There's times they're literally attacking him on defense to wear him down. Boston and Miami, I don't think they can do that. I'm sorry. Draymond is – Draymond's making me want to punch him in the face again too. Just to have to throw that out there. Pissing me off. All right. So going with the Warriors, as of right now, they're looking like the San Antonio Spurs. As of right now, you expect them 
to be in conference finals, finals year in and year out, and expect them to win 50 games year in and year out due to no injuries. Second of all, this looks bad on Kevin Durant, to be honest with you, because they're making it back to the conference finals, and I'm saying it right now, they're going to the finals. And to make it to the finals without you, you haven't you have been there for two years, tells you a lot. Mind you, they only needed Kevin Durant to beat LeBron James. That was it. They could get to the finals in here out without you. They just needed you to beat this goddamn dude that was an unstoppable force. And you can see how Warriors are elevating back to, you know, being the Warriors again while the Brooklyn Nets are still trying to find their true identity. Who are they? And it's crazy how Jordan Poole just takes that role of Ken Durant with ease. He's a great, great young player. Stephen Curry averaging 28 points. Listen to this, Alamont. 48% from the three. That is disgusting good. That's not even fair. Okay? Andrew Wiggins, since he got the vaccine, has been a different player. The vaccine works. <laughs> it changed him. We don't see him as a bust anymore. Nah, son, I'm, I'm out of here after that one. Right, he's been, he was averaging uh, 20 points a game, which he's you know, playing great. Jordan Poole, 17 points a game. He fits well with them. And it's funny how you call him the Spash Brothers. And when he makes a three, the pool party's here. That's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. And then That's you have Clay Thompson, cool. who are, you know, Clay Thompson. If he goes to game six, he'll drop you 50 if he needs to. He's more there just to have fun and make threes. He's not there putting no work. He doesn't really have to. And Kevin Looney, he's been playing pretty good. Jeremiah Green doing Jeremiah Green stuff. Um, I don't agree with some of the fouls that he's been getting lately and him getting injected for questionable calls, especially in that Grizzly series. And the 3 0, yes. The Golden State, you're going to sweep them tonight. It's uh, May 24th, 6.38. Golden State will sweep them tonight. And that's it. Back is, Now we're getting back to who the Warriors really are. And it's sickening because all they had to do was be healthy. For the past two yeah. years, the NBA was – the Warriors like, yo, you got you got the, the past two years, NBA. We're back and we're healthy. And we're going back to the finals. With ease. But, yeah, with ease. Because they didn't even struggle against anybody in this whole series. This is more just getting their groove back together again, being in the playoffs. And now going to the Mavs, a one-man show. If you're a Mavs fan, welcome to being a LeBron fan. <laughs> the man can only do so much. The man has had, he has had multiple 40-point games. Multiple. He's been playing great from three. And it sucks. like the Mavs has been up against the Warriors in the first half multiple times. It's just that we all know the Warriors as a third-quarter team. Where they're gonna come out and hit like six or seven, eight straight threes in a row, and that's it. The game is done because as as of right now, they're on fuego. Man, don't forget, Clay Thompson is the greatest third quarter um, player of all time. There is no question. Respect. He's good. And let's read these stats. Jalen Burson, he's been playing good this this opposing. He's been stepping up and looking like he could possibly be a future point guard for this Mavs team. Spencer Dinwiddie, inconsistent, but you know he's dropping fifteen a game. And then, like you said before, Reggie Bullock, zero in a playoff game. <laughs> if he would have hit no line, he would have hit two threes and three field goals. They would have won game three. I hate that guy with a passion, bro. And where the hell, Tim Hardaway, where are you? Is, 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 he's, is he, hurt. he's hurt. He's hurt. I don't know. He's over. I've seen him on the sideline. I was like, what the fuck is he doing over there? They need him, but he's hurt, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. But overall, as a Western Conference um, series, I give it an F. It hasn't been good. You just know what you're going to get from the Warriors. 
The Mavs would be up. Tonight, the Mavs would be up at halftime. I'll give them that. But their court, they're going to blow them off the court. And they're going to the finals. I think, believe what, for the fifth time in like the past seven years or something? Wow. It's, yeah. Yeah. A large game. But, um, Warriors back in the finals. I, I feel like it's going to be a gentleman's sweep against either Miami or Boston, to be honest with you. I feel like it's not going to be a fun series in the finals. I This this year will probably go down as one of the most boring NBA playoffs finals in the past 30 years. That's my thought. Yeah. Tell me how you really feel, Cam. Jesus. But uh, let's be honest. Has, has the Western series been any good to you? I mean, it, it, it comes off as worse because it's so dominating. It's like – Damn. It's literally like they're bullying them. It's like I said, man, is Luca is an amazing talent and he's not really he's not really able to show us how dominant he could be with this team. Yeah. Imagine he had a Kevin Durant. Imagine he had a Kyrie Irving. Imagine Damn. he had anybody, a Jimmy Butler, a Jason Tatum, a Jalen Brown. And this could easily be a 60 win team. Consistently, yes. Well, Lamont, do you see this ending tonight or is it going to game five? I, I, I got to put faith in Luca, man. Uh, he might, he, he might, he might have to drop sixty, but he's gonna. I don't think he's just going out with a sweep, bro. I don't. I, I can't. I can't see it. I just can't. You just need Bullock to hit one or two shots. <laughs> Literally, dude, one or two shots is all we need from you. You can't be on the court for 40 minutes and no points, my nigga. I could do that too. Yeah, me too. For <laughs> what he's getting paid? Shit. <laughs> Fuck. But we could tell that, you know, the Mavericks are just a player away from being dominant in the West. They just need one more star. Don't need hey. two more two more stars. You need one more star. DeAndre Ayton? They give him the big man and, and some talent? I'm just saying. He's out of Phoenix, so yes. All right, so we're heading towards the end of the show. Definitely, you know, a great, great recap, you know, the fi- uh, conference finals. And then next week, we'll give our power final prediction because <laughs> both these series will be over by the time we come back to the show next <laughs> week. But, Lamont, w- w- one last question before we go. And I, I want you to want your thought process. Because me, yes, I'm a-, I'm a LeBron fan, but I'm tired of hearing what the Lakers are doing in the offseason. I'm tired of, you know, these sports uh, um, shows bringing up all oh, the Lakers are doing, Lakers are doing that. Nobody cares, but that's a test to me thinking that it's because the players are so bad that they need something else to talk about. What's your thoughts on that? It, you got to remember the Lakers are that team. Like, like when you think of the NBA, even recently, like Kobe passed, rest in peace, but you went from Kobe to LeBron, big window, they've, you know, but it's like, you can't talk about the players because we already know they play terrible. Uh, I mean, even with that though, bro, they talked about Anthony Davis. They talked about Russell West. They talk about the Lakers so much that it's like, this is why people hate them. This is why it's just like, yo, you've seen Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins. They're like, like on, on air, like again, like, come on, man. There's so much you could talk about, but unfortunately, man, I mean, I'd rather hear about who they're playing in on trading, Westbrook or LeBron or AD. I'd rather hear that than a coach. Because we know who the coach is. 
the GM, baby. He's the GM. He's the coach. We already know. And so we don't want to hear it anymore. We just don't. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Lakers ain't been doing shit important all year. Why are we talking about them still, you know? No offense, Kev. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we could do another show, but I think it would just be crazy how the d- dynamics would be crazy if Kyrie and Westbrook just trade teams and go back to each other. How crazy of a storyline that would be. I've heard, I've heard people say trade LeBron for Kyrie. And I'm like, first of all, if people you put LeBron and KD together, this league is fucked. Are you fucking <laughs> stupid? What? And then you got Ben Simmons coming back? What? With Andre, what? I'm like, yo, that team will be crazy. No, don't do that. Trade LeBron first off is crazy. Yeah. Just want to say, NBA, trade LeBron at all is fucking crazy. All right, one last thing, because we're just all the crazy what a scenario. What if next year, right, the Warriors won the title, right, and they trade Jordan Poole and Wiseman for Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Now you got to give up more, though. They would give up more. That yeah, would be yeah. the problem. It'd probably be like Andrew Wiggins, Poole, Wiseman, and a few picks. And even then, the league is just fucked. Like, this is disrespectful. It's stupid. It's stupid. No offense to Jordan Poole. We haven't seen you as a starter consistently. So this year you might be balling out. Next year they might clamp you up. So, but we do know that Andrew Wiggins has only gotten better. So this is the vaccine. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he, next thing you know, he's gonna tell you get the monkeypox vaccine. This fucking guy, man. <laughs> you know, real quick though, it's crazy because like the window for Poole and Maxi are is is tremendous. Like the, I'm talking about Maxi from the 76ers. Mm-hmm. They're up. Like their ceiling is truly, truly high. And they could be truly, you know, future stars in this NBA in the next couple of years. I agree. I'm gonna tell you this. I was I had this conversation with Josh and Brandon. <clears throat> Maxi ceiling is incredible, right? There's one thing he has to become more consistent. Yes. That's it. And that's the key. If he does not get consistent offensively, his ceiling is uh, he's going to stay where he's at. He has to become more offensively consistent. All right. So um, before we end this, guys, Lamont, where can they find you at? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok at Cultural Talks. Also hit the subscribe button. We are officially 17 away from the big 100. We greatly appreciate if you guys hit the subscribe button. And this is Culture Sports.